As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves there's more than one way to make history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today, we're looking at the story of an enigmatic wild boy who captured the imagination of early 19th century Europe. Was he a victim, a con man, or something in between? We'll hear his story, and then you can judge for yourself. The day was May 26, 1828. A teenage boy with a mysterious past appeared alone in the public square of what is now Nuremberg, Germany. He stuck out like a sore thumb in the town, dressed in tattered clothing and ill-fitting boots and mumbling to himself about horses. Police approached the boy, who was believed to be about 16 or 17 years old, but they couldn't get a straight answer out of him about who he was or where he'd come from. The only clues came from a pair of cryptic letters the boy was carrying. The first letter was unattributed, but it was addressed to the captain of the local cavalry and requested that the boy be allowed to join his regiment. The second letter was allegedly written by the boy's widowed mother, and it too asked that he be given a post in the military. With little else to go on, the police decided to house the boy in the town jail until authorities could figure out what to do with him. The boy spoke little at first, only reiterating that he wished to be a cavalry officer, or horseman, like his father. He seemed unable to read or write, 
with the exception of two words, his own name, Casper Hauser, which he scrawled on a piece of paper over and over again. The officers charged with his care were disturbed by some of the boy's behavior. For example, he refused to eat any meats or vegetables, preferring nothing but bread and water at mealtimes. He didn't seem to sleep much either, and according to some accounts, he didn't sleep at all. Over the course of his two-month stay at the prison, Hauser gradually began to open up about his past. He claimed to have been held in captivity for most of his life, confined to a small basement cell by an unknown jailer. Each day, the mysterious man would bring him bread and water, but aside from those brief visits, Hauser never saw or heard another living person. His only companions during that time were a few small wooden toys, including a pair of horses. Once word of this bizarre backstory began to spread, Hauser became something of a local celebrity. Crowds began gathering outside the window of his cell, hoping to get a look at the so-called Child of Nuremberg. Eventually, Hauser became such a fixture of the town that he was made a ward of the city. He was placed in the custody of a British nobleman and began receiving lessons from the local schoolmaster, George Domer. Much to Domer's surprise, Hauser was an exceptionally fast learner. Within a matter of weeks, he apparently learned how to read and write just as well as someone who'd been taught from a young age. It was a far cry from the starkly limited vocabulary he'd shown up with, and the speed with which he seemed to learn made some residents suspicious that Hauser may not have been as feral as he let on. They kind of had a point, too. Just one year after learning how to read and write, Caspar Hauser published an autobiography recounting his painful past and triumphant rebirth in Nuremberg. The book was a hit, and quickly made Hauser a household name throughout Europe. But not everyone bought the sob story he was selling. Some skeptics began to poke more holes in Hauser's account. For instance, for someone claiming to have spent a decade and a half in perpetual darkness, his complexion was oddly healthy. Likewise, he was described as stout and broad-shouldered, not at all emaciated like you'd expect from someone who lived on bread and water alone for most of his life. Adding to this growing sense of uncertainty was a series of alleged attacks, which Hauser claimed were attempts on his life. Many suspected the attacks were fake, and that Hauser had actually injured himself in order to garner sympathy from the public. The last of these attempted assassinations occurred five years after Hauser's initial appearance, on the evening of December 14, 1833. According to him, he had gone to meet an anonymous contact who claimed to have information about the truth of Hauser's earlier incarceration. However, when Hauser arrived at the meeting spot, he claimed the stranger handed him a bag, then stabbed him in the chest and fled into the night. Hauser staggered home with the bag in hand and explained to his caretaker what had happened. Inside the bag was a note from the attacker, written backwards in mirror writing. Roughly translated, it said, quote, Hauser will be able to tell you quite precisely how I look and from where I am. To save Hauser the effort, I want to tell you myself from where I come. I come from the Bavarian border on the river. I will even tell you the name. M-L-O. 
The note raised more questions than answers, but sadly, Hauser was unable to shed any more light on the subject. He died from his wound just three days later. Just like with the earlier attacks, many people believed Hauser's stab wound was self-inflicted and that he had accidentally driven the blade deeper than intended. Lending credence to this theory was the confusing note he claimed to have been given. The text contained several telltale spelling and grammatical errors, which Hauser was known to make himself. Plus, the paper had been folded into a distinctive triangular shape, one that Hauser was known to use in his own correspondence. Immediately after his unexpected death, all kinds of theories began to circulate about who Caspar Hauser really was. Some believed he was a royal heir who had been hidden away as a child in order to keep him off the throne. Others believed his story about being neglected and abused in his youth, but thought the ordeal may have driven him mad. Another theory proposed that Hauser was nothing more than a talented conman, a grifter, who endeared himself to a town with his intriguing story and then capitalized on that newfound fame through his writing. To this day, no one knows how much of Hauser's story was the truth, which parts were exaggerated, or whether he made the whole thing up. This ambiguity is perfectly reflected in the epitaph on his tombstone in the city of Ansbach, Germany. It reads, Here lies Caspar Hauser, the riddle of his time. His birth was unknown. His death, mysterious. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's show, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.